This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Alon from Kaizen Financial Group. Hey, if you'd like to learn more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008. And as always, you can visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, Click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, it seems like you can't turn on the History Channel or the Smithsonian Channel without coming across a show about historical myths. Now, I have to admit, these shows are a lot of fun, and I usually learn a thing or two while I'm watching. For example, I recently learned that Vikings didn't wear horns on their helmets. They instead generally wore plain metal helmets. Who knew? (laughs) Now, these myth-busting shows also got me thinking about some of the commonly held myths about retirement. Chances are you've heard things about retirement that have left you saying, can that really be true? So, on today's episode, we're going to spend our time debunking retirement myths. While we chat about retirement myths, I thought it would also be interesting to toss in a few of our favorite historical myths to help further emphasize how easy it is for a myth to slowly take on a life of its own. But, before we roll up our sleeves and start debunking some retirement and historical myths, let me first introduce my co-host, whose awesomeness is no myth, Tony Shore. Hello, Tony. How are you doing, buddy? Well, I'm doing pretty good. My voice is just a little bit hoarse today. Uh-oh. I did, did a little too much cheering and, and uh, celebrating over the weekend, I guess. Nice. <laughs> but uh, Memorial Day weekend, you know, was good. Just a little bit of a frog in my throat today. So I think we'll make it through. And, you know, I always thought Vikings had horns on their helmets because I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, <laughs> and we definitely have horns on our helmets. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know if that helps you guys, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, <laughs> well, it turns out it was just a myth that right. we're perpetuating, I guess. Uh, but seriously, great topic today. How have you been, though, first, Albert? Oh, doing wonderful. Weekend was nice, great weather. Got to finish up a little of, a, you know, yard work. But more importantly, got to enjoy the last four days. So yeah, it was nice. That's good. Well, you know, Albert, I am excited for today's show because I think as people begin to move closer and closer to retirement, they probably also begin hearing more and more retirement myths. People tell them, oh, it, it, this is true or this is, but it's not. So now the problem is that while they're hearing those myths, they probably also hear a lot of good information. So I think the challenge becomes, as you've already implied, what's real and what's not out there. 
That's absolutely right, Tony. Um, in fact, the U.S. News and World Report article called 10 Retirement Myths Debunked uh, does a really great job, actually, of highlighting some of the retirement uh, world's most common myths. Now, the article's first myth is that once you're retired, you're going to have a bunch of free time. Now, even though your imagination is probably filled with sunny days of sitting on the deck with a great book, the reality is you're likely to find your schedule full of volunteering activities, hobbies, family gatherings, travel, or just work around the house. Right. And and that just, that sounds so simple, but I, it, it is just so true. I can't even begin to count the number of retirees I know who assumed their days would be filled with hours of leisure time, but instead they found themselves almost as busy as while they were still working. Uh, But I think it's important to add here, Albert, that almost all of them love what they're doing because because they're doing what they didn't have time for when they were still on the clock, right? For sure. Now, you know, most of us heard the phrase, let them eat cake, (laughs) right? Which many believe was uttered by uh, Marie Antoinette, the last queen of France, when she was told French peasants couldn't afford bread. However, the reality is that there's no evidence that she ever said that. In fact, this one appears to be a myth that's hung on for nearly 250 years, Tony. Now, speaking of cake, the next common retirement myth is that the retirement process is a piece of cake. The reality is that the retirement process with its mountain of paperwork and seemingly endless list of choices and decisions can make some people feel completely overwhelmed. But it's important to understand that feeling overwhelmed is perfectly normal. And once you've had a little time to get adjusted, you'll begin to feel more confident as you go. Well, yeah. And I appreciate you mentioning that feeling overwhelmed is natural because I think it's important for people to know that others have felt what they're feeling too. And I think this is a good time to note that working with somebody like yourself, Albert, a financial services professional on your retirement strategy is a great way to navigate through the process. Now, how about another historical myth? Well, this is another good one that's pretty surprising, actually. Our Declaration of Independence wasn't exactly signed on July 4th, 1776. Oh, wow. Congress approved the document's language on July 4th, but the document wasn't officially signed until August 2nd, 1776. Now, another very common retirement myth is that once you've left the office for the last time, your taxes will be lower. But in reality, once you retire, you may have fewer deductions and dependents to claim on your taxes. And don't automatically assume that moving to a state without an income tax could save you a ton of money because those states can sometimes have sales and property taxes that wipe out what you were hoping to save on income taxes. Well, I know from previous shows that there are plenty of potential taxes waiting for retirees in retirement. So I think that makes it more essential to work with a financial services professional who, you know, can help you craft a retirement financial strategy that's going to shield you from taxes as much as possible. And I don't think it's a myth to say that uh, the show has been a lot of fun so far. Uh, Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Albert? 
Sure. I encourage our listeners to visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or if you would like, give my office a call at 586-752-7008 and we can discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement or the myths that you believe. All right. And let's keep the show rolling. It's been a blast. We're talking about some of the common retirement myths that folks have likely heard as they're getting ready for retirement. And you've been tossing in some of your favorite historical myths, which I think is great. Um, where, how would you like to begin this next segment? Well, you know, the next interesting myth from the U.S. News and World Report article, 10 Retirement Myths Debunked, is that Social Security will cover all of your retirement expenses. Now, to me, this is absolutely one of the most important retirement myths for us to debunk today. Uh, the reality is that for most folks, Social Security may replace around 40% of their pre-retirement income. Ultimately, Social Security was never intended to be used as a retired person's only source of income. In fact, the program was intended only to serve as a supplement to things like pensions, 401ks, IRAs, and investment income. Now, also what we have to understand is that when they created Social Security, it was more as a supplement in case you lived too long. And you had to be 65, Tony, originally when you first started Social Security. And people only lived around 60 at that time. So wow. you get the idea. Well, yeah. And um, uh, a lot of people believe that Social Security is all they need to enjoy a healthy and safe retirement. But that's a dangerous myth. And I know that you have a Social Security maximization report that mm-hmm. you can run for our listeners. And I would urge people to take advantage of that. So why don't you give us another favorite uh, historical myth of yours? Well, this one is of probably one of my all-time favorites. History has often suggested that one of the reasons Napoleon was driven to expand France's uh, empire and increase his own personal power and reputation was because of his small physical stature. But in truth, Napoleon was actually five foot seven, which was actually slightly taller than the average at the time. What? So the That's article... Like, That's weird. Yeah. I mean, the article also dispels a myth about paying your bills after you're retired. As it notes, many people believe they'll need in the ballpark about 70% of their final pre-retirement salary to maintain their preferred lifestyle. However, that's a number few people can reach, and that's just fine because many working people could live on actually about 35% of their gross income once their mortgage and debt payments are taken out of the picture, Tony. So what does that have to do with retirement? Well, once you're retired, many of your biggest expenses, like your mortgage, for example, are gone, which means you don't need as much income. Oh, well, and I'm sure that's a relief for a lot of our listeners out there. How about another historical myth? Well, this historical myth is one that's always uh, makes me chuckle. After failing a test, we studied really hard for how many of us actually were told by a loving parent or a buddy to not sweat it because even Einstein failed a math class when he was a kid. Well, while your buddy or loving parent's heart was actually in the right place, what they were saying was mere myth. The reality is that at age 11, Einstein was already entertaining himself by reading college-level physics books. (laughs) Wow. Now, the next common retirement myth 
is that you'll be able to retire exactly when you want to. <laughs> Truth be told, a very large chunk of retirees left their careers earlier than anticipated because of health or disability issues or maybe to care for a loved one. And still, others were forced out of their job because of a corporate merger or even downsizing. So now, how about you give us one of your favorite historical myths, Tony? Oh, okay. Well, I, one commonly held myth uh, that I know about, uh, and I love this one, is that in 1938, a radio version of the H.G. Wells story, The War of the Worlds, about mm -hmm. an alien attack, yes. caused mass panic across the country. Uh, in reality, the mass panic was really nothing more than a handful of confused <laughs> people trying to call CBS to their local radio station. Um, so it did trick some people, but not mm. mass hysteria as, as depicted. <laughs> right. I, I, I love that one because I love, uh, the fact that HG Wells did that. That was right. great. Yeah. A little radio myth there. Definitely. Love it. Um, here, I'll give you another historical myth. For years, American school children have been told that a six-year-old George Washington confessed to chopping down his father's cherry tree because he could not tell a lie. Now, I believe this as a kid. Uh, a nice story to be sure. Uh, but the truth is the story was entirely made up for an 1806 biography of Washington. Wow. <laughs> right. Now, if we go back to retirement, another common myth is that significant health issues typically don't occur until after you've enjoyed several years of post-work life. But as the article explains, financial experts often work with clients who are dealing with things like arthritis, limited mobility, and hearing problems fairly soon after they've retired. So please don't let this uh, dose of myth versus reality get you down, though, because although none of us can ever completely predict what our uh, health and circumstances would be like uh, down the road, with the right financial strategy, you may be able to successfully weather some of the unexpected situations that can pop up. Well, and I think we have time for another myth. Uh, what's another one that you have for us? Well, our final retirement myth that uh, retirement planning can wait is one that can have very serious consequences. If you're in your 20s, it's easy to think you can wait until your 30s to begin planning for retirement. And if you're in your 30s, well, it's easy to think that you can wait until you're in your 40s to begin planning for retirement. And if you're in your 40s, again, well, <laughs> you can see where I'm going with this. Yeah, time. definitely. Ultimately, the earlier you begin planning for retirement, the more likely you are to build a financial strategy that empowers you to enjoy your preferred retirement lifestyle. All right. And before we move on, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Oh, wonderful. Yes. They can get a hold of me by calling at the office at 586-752-7008. Or as always, you can check us out at the website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. All right. And during our first two segments today, Albert, you were talking about some common myths uh, about retirement and how putting uh, stock into those myths can really damage your financial strategy and your retirement lifestyle. And to sprinkle in a little fun, you've also been sharing some historical myths that a lot of us grew up believing. What do you have for our final segment today? 
Well, you know, since we discussed retirement myths during our first two segments, I thought it would be wise to spend our final segment analyzing some social security myths. After all, retirement and social security go hand in hand. Now, in an AARP article, 10 Social Security Myths That Refuses to Die does a terrific job of detailing some of the myths many folks believe when it comes to this vital program. In fact, the first myth is that Social Security retirement age is 65. Well, you see, full retirement age, or FRA, is currently 66 in two months. People born in 1955 will reach that magic number this year or in the first two months of 2022. During the next five years, the full retirement age will rise in two-month increments until it hits 67 for those born in 1960 or later. Now, do you have a historical myth for us, Tony? Well, I do indeed, Albert. Another common historical myth is about Thomas Edison and that he invented the light bulb. Mm. Though he managed to secure a stunning 1,093 patents during his life, including the patent for the light bulb in 1880. It was actually invented by uh, about 40 years earlier by a British astronomer and chemist, Warren D. LaRue. Oh, wow. De LaRue, I should say. But uh, so Edison didn't actually invent the light bulb, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> That's a great one, actually, Tony. Yeah. Um, a lot of people believe that, yes, he was the uh, actual inventor. But no, if you go to uh, over here in Michigan, we have uh, the uh, Greenfield Village, uh, which gives us a history of Ford and all the inventors. And uh, it's pretty neat to see. Uh, oh, that's his, great. Yeah. His little that's a cool lab. place. That's a great place. It is. It is. Um, you know what? Our next Social Security myth is that the annual cost of living adjustment, typically referred to as COLA, is guaranteed. And (laughs) the truth is the matter is that while since 1975, Social Security law has required adjustments to keep up with inflation, there's no requirement that those adjustments be annual. So ultimately, this means that if there's no measurable inflation, there's no COLA. Yeah, and another another uh, aspect of that, Albert, that I like to point out is that the COLA isn't a- actual inflation. It's based on the government's um, definition of inflation. Correct. Which Correct. doesn't include everything. Well, it does include energy and food. So if you don't want to eat or drive in, re- in retirement, then you can go count on the government's inflation rate. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're not going by how much college tuition or health care costs go up. Each Correct. Year, because if they increase the Social Security that much every year, uh, that would be something else, wouldn't it? It would be. We would yeah. really be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, exactly. You, and you know what? Since it's a baseball season here how about this one tony though often credited with it abner doubleday didn't invent our national pastime instead baseball evolved around cricket and a game called rounders years before doubleday was even born right well that's true however he he kind of cricket is is basically the Cricket and rounders uh, were early forms of what we call baseball, but uh, baseball, he just changed the rules for the American version and and changed up the game uh, a bit, but that's really the basis for the game, yeah. Right, right, which I'm glad that he did. 
Yeah, I do enjoy yeah. baseball. Yeah, I, I think it's more exciting <laughs> than cricket. Sorry to all to my me, English relatives, but yeah. Right. <laughs> well, here's a social security myth that uh, I've been hearing for years, Tony. Members of Congress aren't covered by the program, and therefore that's one of the reasons it can sometimes feel like Congress doesn't manage uh, Social Security as well as it could. Yet the reality is that in 1984, members of Congress, as well as the remainder of the federal workforce, gained access to the program. So for the last uh, nearly 40 years, members of Congress actually have been paying into the system just like the rest of us. Yeah, it's about time. And I had heard that (laughs) myth about Congress and Social Security, so I'm glad you cleared that one up. Um, I think it's uh, time for another uh, historical myth. And this one, it it was natural to assume that the delicious Caesar salad was named after (laughs) Julius Caesar. And I knew that I knew this one. (laughs) Uh, I've known this one for a while, and I think many people might. But in reality, it was named after Caesar Cardini, who created the salad in Mexico in 1924. The Caesar salad (laughs) was actually created in Mexico. Uh, by Caesar Cardini has and nothing to do with Julius Caesar. So a Mexican uh, salad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Tony. Now I'm hungry. Uh, maybe another Social Security myth, which will help me forget my appetite until the show's over, <laughs> um, is that Social Security is just like a retirement savings account. There is another complete. This is I would say is another complete myth. Uh, the government doesn't take your contribution and sock it away in an account with your name on it that's paid to you with interest uh, once you've done, you're done working. Uh, your monthly payment is actually determined by how much money you've earned while you were working, uh, not by how much you kicked into the system. And while you're working, your contributions cover current retirees. Then when you retire, those who are still working cover you. Interesting. And I think that's a really great explanation. I'm glad you gave that one to us. Oh, you're welcome, Tony. And another common one that people have about Social Security is that you don't have to pay taxes on your benefit. Well, that was true until 1984 when an overhaul made a portion of your Social Security benefit taxable. Now you'll pay federal income tax on up to half of your benefit if your uh, yearly income is $25,000 to $34,000 as an individual filer and $32,000 to $44,000 for couples filing jointly. Above those income levels, as much as 85% of your benefits can be taxable. So if your income is below those levels, you won't owe Uncle Sam any of your Social Security benefit. However... Go ahead. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Well, I was saying is this is why you have to make sure you understand where your income comes from and what affects that Social Security tax. Yeah. And how can our listeners do that? Uh, they need to have a plan and a strategy in place. And that's what you do to help your clients. And you can help our listeners with that as well. Correct? Definitely. And what I would add is that Folks, it's not about how much you make in Social Security up front. It's about what you maximize or keep in your pocket by also avoiding a lot of the taxes as well. So if you'd like to uh, you know, learn more information about this, I would definitely encourage you to uh, give us a call at uh, our office at 586-752-7008 or visit us on our website at www kaizenfinancialgroup.com and you can learn more about this topic as well as uh, educational uh, 
courses that we are offering that uh, teach about Social Security and everything else. All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you, everybody. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.